0: Hey, and we're here with another oopsie daisy podcast here. This is Ashley. This is Vanessa. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing the pilot episode for Life with Derek called The Room. The summary for that is Casey finds her room in the new house too small to live in so she asks her parents to have Derek's room. It turns out In a battle between the two step siblings to determine who will have Derek's room. That's the uh, summary on Wikipedia. Good old Wikipedia. (laughs) So so also that everyone knows that we're going to be doing these episodes in production order which is uh, the order they filmed the episodes rather than in broadcast order which is what Disney and maybe Family Channel um, showed them. As you might have known already that we're posting these podcasts to youtube but we're also um posting them to anchor yeah so anchor's a great site
1: it allows you to post your podcasts and everything and it like distributes them to like different podcast things like spotify or itunes but what i like it the most for it is you can if you download the app and say you follow us on there and everything you can leave us voice messages and we can add you into the podcast itself and answer your questions and everything so if you want to do that and be part of the episodes that'd be fantastic and we'd be happy to have you guys your guys' input on the show
0: (laughs) and then also like you know especially with youtube because they have a comment section um you can definitely use that to put in like questions or something like that too all right so basically um when the room starts Casey and Lizzie are in their little room that they're sharing at the Venturi residence now that they've moved in. And, of course, not long after, like, Casey is complaining about all the Venturi kids, Derek's music goes loud, and she has to storm over there and knock on his door, and we already get our first Derek of the series. So... (laughs) Can I just point out that I have
1: no idea what music he is playing? It's just, like, some random, like, garage band mashup that they put together, I feel like. It's generic, generic music that they just, like, were able to get really cheap. Exactly. like, (laughs) he plays it, and I'm like, hey, what is this? This is no band I have ever heard, ever.
0: Yeah, I don't think they ever really put in, like, too knowable, like... Bands. That is true. I love the I love the exchange where um Derek's saying like, Oh, you're the, the ugly stepsister from Snow White and then like Casey goes, That's Cinderella, you freak.
1: I would have been like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I just say that in that scenario,
1: me personally, when she's like it's Cinderella, you freak, I would have been like, It's Cinderella, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I <would've> been like
0: you <laughs> fuck. Well, I mean obviously it shows that like Derek just doesn't care. <laughs> but also, I just I don't know. Like off the bat, you can just see that like they definitely butt heads and like Casey's not going to back down and neither is Derek. Like they are on the same level. Like I just even with that short exchange, you can see it. Yeah, it's true. Like they're already butting heads. It's it's you can
1: tell it's happened like even cuz we already know in the episode they met before like, before all this started, because there's that, like, that flashback episode of how they met. hmm And you just know, like, from then on, towards like, the whole marriage thing, you know shit happened. You can only imagine Derek probably did something at the wedding to,
0: like, embarrass her or Oh, God. That's one thing I always wanted to know, how that went down. It's true, because <laughs> the way I've seen it, like, there are
1: some stories that show the wedding and we all know that I'm pretty sure Derek's the best man for George. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same for Casey. She's going to be like the maid of honor. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So could you imagine the glares between the vows
1: oh, and everything? It, exactly. <laughs> but on top of that, usually when there's weddings, you have like the bridesmaids and the groomsmen all paired off and shit. So they're walking down like the aisle together Oh. So that means Derek and Casey are probably like fuck sh- fuck up don't look at me. They're going down the aisle
0: like you can imagine this happening.
1: So that only What if it.
0: they made them, you know like a lot of the times they have like um I doubt they were this formal though. Like I feel like they would have had like a very low key wedding. You don't know. Casey would have been like, "No, we're doing a wedding, mom. What are you doing?" <laughs> but even if they were that formal, I could just imagine like they had to like um join, like, their arms, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they have to, like, arm-in-arm arm, go down. Hold their arms, yeah, you know, like, hold their arms together, like, interlock mm-hmm. them. So could you imagine, like, these two people who, like, can't stand each other are, like, locking arms and they're going down the aisle, obviously tense. Exactly, and that's why I think it brings to the fact that they're already going at
1: each other in the first episode when mm-hmm. put your music down, and he's <laughs> like,
0: but yeah, so that that little exchange, I mean, all already you can just tell. Like, even if this really was, like, me watching it for the first time, you can see, like, just how much they get under each other's skin. What makes
1: me laugh, though, for it is, like, yeah, they're fighting and everything, and then it, like, skips to the next morning. And then she's, like, going to the bathroom, and Marty's there, like, using her toothbrush to, like, clean the tub.
0: She's being very proactive. She's being exactly, very helpful. Exactly. Like,
1: don't don't be mad at me, <laughs> so just to keeping it clean, like you know you want it to be clean, and then Edwin shows up and runs out because apparently it's t- traumatizing for seeing your sister in full length like pajama top, like long sleeve pajama top and long long pants pajama
0: bottoms. I don't understand why he freaked out over that, like okay, maybe he's in his underwear. that's embarrassing for him which I don't think it was that big of a deal. But anyway, but like seeing her in her pajamas, like that's almost more than what she usually wears. Exactly. It's a long (laughs) sleeve top and like pants. And then you have Derek that shows
1: up and he just like, oh, well, I'm going to the bathroom. She's like, no, I was here first. And then
0: he literally is like, whips it out in front of her. (laughs) That's what gets me. I think this is another one of those like moments where you just sees like he loves to antagonize her, but whipping it out and He may not have actually gone to the bathroom, but I think it's just in his mind that, like, well, let me see what she's going to do. This might be interesting. Like, he's just constantly testing her, I think, to see how far she'll let him go. But what if she didn't say anything and he whipped it out? That would have been so awkward. I think I've read a (laughs) fanfiction. What? (laughs) What if she just stays and he's like, are are you going to leave? And then she's like, no, go. (laughs) iconic. I can't remember what it is, but I'm pretty sure there's at least one, and because I, I just remember something like that happening. It's like, you know, like, what if scenario, but, like, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I fucking love it. I wish it would have happened just so you could be like, uh, Derek be like, what? No. She's like, what? Power move. Power move. power move. You know how it's, like, big dick energy, <laughs> like, people are talking yeah. about? <laughs>
0: It's going to be that. And she's complaining about all of this in a letter to her mom. A handwritten letter to her mom. <laughs> because she, all the emails she has sent Nora are being ignored. And I just thought that was really funny. I just say, like, <laughs> that's the funniest dynamic. That like you decide,
1: hey, I'm going to write my mom an email because I'm mad. Not just go face to face and talk to her. But, like, but No, I'm going to sit down, pull out my... Horrible, 19, 2008 laptop that's, like, huge. Hold
0: on, this is 2005. I don't know, I was just going! It's 2005, okay, so it was even longer ago. Okay, 2005
1: laptop, let me just bust that out, and, like, it's, like, I don't know, 10 inches thick, (laughs) just the bottom half of it. It's, like, a ThinkPad 93. But she does that, and then she's like, that didn't work, let me just send more and that's not going to work. Let me write a strong worded message via paper and pen and <laughs> hand deliver it to her like okay was uh, the pigeons the carrier pigeon option out not
0: available. And then she goes down and tells her mom basically probably like basically what was already in the letter. So yeah. And I mean <laughs> But, um oh but like, they're talking with, like, George and everything, and they're just saying, like, oh, I know there's not a lot of room and all this other stuff. And it's just, like, what was the planning of this wedding and, like, everything? Like, how fast did they, like, meet and then get married? Because it just doesn't seem like they planned out anything.
1: That's true, but that house is massive.
0: It so... is, but, okay, so they have two... They have five kids, and then the two of them. So, obviously, like they were thinking that they were going to have Casey and Lizzie in the same room and like everything worked out fine. I don't know. It's just like, you would think like that would be something they talked about more before they actually got married and made the move. Like they would have Casey and Lizzie like look at their stuff in their room and be like, okay guys, like, is this really going to work? Do you think this is going to work? Like, I just don't feel like they ever did anything like that because there's just so much drama over where they're putting their stuff. Like it looks like they're like they just they're going into that house for the first time. That's what it feels like to me.
1: Yeah, and what makes me laugh about that is because they're from what Toronto, mm-hmm. and that's where they went to like a private school and everything. So, did they have a house in Toronto? No, I think they had an apartment because that's what they were saying. Like- yeah. Okay, so if they had an apartment, that probably means it was a three bedroom apartment in Toronto, so that's gonna cost so much money, and what is Nora, an interior designer?
0: She's a window treatment person.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, there's no way she's gonna support two kids. No, it was it was the, probably the dad. Maybe. But all their stuff in that one room, I was like, hey, there's no way you can fit all that shit in a little apartment in Toronto, so there's no fucking way. So, you have a bigger place, so, like, why are you arguing? But I understand two person to one room. I've done
0: that. I grew up with that. I've definitely lived in a small space, so I know Like, I I slept in my sister's pull out bed.
1: Iconic. <laughs> that I understand. Like, there's moments when I was small, my sister and I had a huge. It seemed huge because I guess we were like super small. Mm-hmm. And from memory, it was like massive. So we both had like our beds in there, and then as we got older we had separate rooms but for some reason we decided no let's have one room so we physically like by ourselves and keep this in mind we were like 12 and 9 <laughs> we physically like moved a bed down the hall and moved like dressers across to the other bedroom and just, like put our beds si- like not side by side but like on other sides of the wall so there's probably like a foot in between the bed maybe 2 feet between beds <laughs> so if we can do that Casey and Lizzie could do that but Casey's high maintenance so yeah
0: yeah I mean especially if she's not used to it because she's a princess princess Um, (laughs) uh I can understand it like you know that's something that you're just so not used to like the lack of space but I mean (sighs) just get over it Casey (laughs) okay
1: she said this is her argument I need my own space I need privacy but she doesn't want the basement. That's the best place to have your own place.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like I would 100% take the basement because you have your own privacy. Let's be real. If if they had where's the uh where's the story where she actually takes the basement and there's like midnight rendezvous in
0: the basement. <laughs> I feel like there is one. At least like I know a lot of the uh, after like like during college and everything like George and Nora go back upstairs and like Derek's room gets turned into the baby's room. room, Yeah, and then they So then like they have to share downstairs. But where is that in the high school? Like, let's be real. I don't I feel like there might have been one, but it just I don't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah. But going back to the episode, then the next morning, like Nora, she's making eggs and her and George are being really cute. And then every freaking kid that comes down for breakfast that morning, they don't take the eggs. These kids are freaking assholes. Just take the freaking eggs. She worked hard on them. Hey, fucking personally,
1: if someone gave me cereal and eggs, I would 100% go for the eggs. Oh, yeah.
0: And Derek does that. I love eggs. I would eat eggs so much more if I didn't have to make them.
1: <laughs> I, that's true. That is true. Like, Derek's the only one who had that mindset admittedly, he just decided the whole eggs were his, and that was, like, a pan with maybe, like, the amount of eggs were in there. I feel like they took two cartons of
0: eggs, and, like... Oh, I know. But, I mean, like, she is making it for a whole family, so I guess it makes sense, but, like, no one's freaking happy. I felt so bad for Nora, because she's like, hey, guys, you want eggs? And they're like, no, I'm gonna have cereal. Like, that's such an insult to her cooking, and at this point, I don't think she is a bad cook. So... like. Is she, is she usually said to be a bad cook? I don't know. I don't think she does. I think George is supposed to be like... I think it's George. But I'm just saying, like, it's, does it, like, it's not like that's a thing that they know about her, that she's a bad cook. So they're like, yeah. uh, I'll just have some cereal. But like, no, she seems like a decent cook. And she just spent like this time making it for you. Just take the freaking eggs. It's fucking stupid. Ungrateful. But I guess then we wouldn't have a show. So... <laughs> That's true. But um, what I noticed in the
1: episode was every time that Derek was facing off with Casey, Mm -hmm. like, before that moment, collar's down. He's collar because he's wearing popped collar things, you know, like, there's, like, the collar shirts he wears, and he always has it down, but every time she shows up, he's, like, posturing. I don't know why. He's, like, a peacock trying to, like, oh. like, put out his feathers or whatever, because he always pops it. He needs to, it's notice. probably, like,
0: to be, to appear bigger, but to appear tougher.
1: Yeah, he's posturing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, a fucking peacock. They're, like, let, let, let me, my feathers go and intimidate kind of thing. But, like, that's what he does. He's, like, oh, Casey's here. Pop the collar. Look bigger. That's what I've noticed in, like, one or two times in the show he would do that.
0: Yeah, I do remember him doing that outside her room when like Edwin's speaking, mm-hmm. and then maybe when they're doing the meeting too, like because yeah. George is like Derek, let Casey speak, and he's like, whatever, and then he like he pops his collar or something. I don't know. It was just, but and then again, um, at that meeting, like of course Casey calls a meeting, um, <laughs> which I feel like her her points are valid. They did move all the way here from Toronto they're in a new house, they're in a new place, they're around new people. So, like, I get having wanting to have your own space in a very foreign place, whereas Derek, Edwin, and Marty, and even George, like, they've lived here, basically, for, like, you know, for so long. So, everything is theirs. Nothing feels out of place for them. So, I did feel like, There should have been more wiggle room there. And I think George should have been a little bit more lenient. At least didn't immediately knock down the idea of, like, kicking Derek out of his room. Yeah, he totally does. He's like, "Ah,
1: no, he grew up in that room. That's his room. And I'm like, bitch. Yeah, I know. He's
0: from Toronto. We, We had people living in my house, in and out, just because, like, my parents liked helping out people. So, like, if someone needed... I remember we had, like, a whole family living in our house at one point for a year and we all had the upstairs and my dad and my mom were like okay guys you're gonna all come downstairs and do this and do that and they're gonna have the upstairs that's gonna be theirs okay (laughs) you just do what you have to do i mean he's only gonna be there for like three more years before college get over it but
1: he grew up in that room he became a man in that room, according to Edwin. <laughs> so
0: now, is... let's see. What what are we talking about? Here?
1: Exactly. That's what I thought. Like, when he said that, I'm like, so you're saying that you know that Derek did that there and you're advertising it?
0: <laughs> well, that was Edwin,
1: right? Yeah, fucking Edwin. God. God.
0: Yeah, because he was reading off Derek's um, Derek's So So Obviously, Derek wrote that.
1: So Derek pretty much was like, "Advertise my love life, please." I
0: don't. I think the fact that he actually sends Edwin in there is another thing. Like, it's not that he didn't want to tell Casey, but again, he's like observing her in a very like you know what? Because he's he's outside his room, outside her room rather. Listening to her talking to Edwin about what Edwin is saying, it's weird how he's just, like, listening in on it, like, because he just wants to hear her reaction, I think, without him there, I guess. I don't know, yeah, like, because
1: from what you gather, he thrives off the interaction between them, because when they do make the room, and it, it, like, that room is god-awful, I want to say. Just like the upholstery, <laughs> and like everything, that room's got awful. Of. But Derek's like, I'll take it, and she's like, okay. And then he's like, wait, what? And he's like, I want the argument. That's what I'm. Exactly. Off.
0: It's it's not so. Mu- he, he like craves that interaction, and it's just so weird. Not so much like weird, but like interesting to see him do that because that's just what he wants. He wants the argument. He wants the fight, and he wants to win it. So, really, Casey just had to, like, go back and forth with him maybe a few times, and she could have succeeded in what she wanted.
1: Yeah, but can we say that Casey's room upstairs, which is, like, her, and, well, I guess it's, at that point, I think, is it hers? I don't know. But it's God. It's gaudy. (laughs) Because I, I, I wasn't sure if it was her room Or if it was Marty's, because there was, like, giant (laughs) butterflies, like, on the wall. Like, like the weird, like, fabric butterflies, and the, like, the color combinations on her, like, chairs and furniture and everything. I was like, this is ugly.
0: The early 2000s were very gaudy, and, you know. (laughs)
1: Okay, no, like, you do not see a 16-year-old, or I don't even know how old they were, but... You don't see a, a teenager with a giant butterfly on the wall. <laughs> That's I, like a six year old. I don't know.
0: I wasn't the typical sixteen year old, so Neither was I, but still, I had a sister. Um, so Derek's listening in uh to Casey and Edwin, and then when Casey comes out, she sees him and then obviously she's like, Oh, you're gonna be so you're so scared that I'm gonna be getting what you know I want or something like that. And he's like, oh, I always get what I want. Who the mm. heck says it that way?
1: It's <laughs> like serial rapist sounds.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. And the way they're looking at each other. And it's just like,
1: oh. mm-hmm. they're weird.
0: You cannot tell me that their parents do not see this and think, <laughs> huh? I mean they could be clueless let's be real I mean they George's nickname is clueless <laughs> clueless they George
1: they could just be like oh, they're getting along so well look at them they're always in each other's rooms yes but even yes, the fact that are. like
0: even if they aren't like there's not like any even if there wasn't any like sexual tension they fight like cats and dogs why would you want them next to each other because they're too busy loving each other and they don't see it <sighs> I think, oh, so they tell Casey that Derek is going to keep his room. And then, of course, like Derek is all, you know, woohoo, whatever. And this is where Derek calls Casey a princess, though. Like, oh, not not really call her princess. She's like, can you say princess? Which I think he says, like, one other time in the series. And that's, like, that's all that's ever said in, like, fanfics.
1: Yeah. People blew it way out of proportion. He says, like, Klutzzilla
0: more than anything, I think. I kind of love it, though, because I feel like it does fit them. But if you yeah. only read the fanfics, really, and didn't watch that much of the show, and then you watched the whole show, you'd be like, where the hell did people get... Yeah. <laughs> like, him calling her princess all the time. But he does call her Case sometimes. Just Case. case. space
1: Case, doesn't and he? And
0: she does call him Dare. Dare, man. I like... It. <laughs> You know, I do like that thing in the fanfic where they have him call her princess. I've used that in my own fix, so I have not, because you know me. (laughs) But um but then okay, so then George is saying like, Oh, but we're going to fix up the basement for you. And of course Casey's I don't do basements. (laughs) But God's sake. Okay, so I I could understand her saying that if it still looked like it did when like the episode started because like it didn't have any walls and like you know no one's like insulation or anything it didn't look like that either so it's like yeah who really wants to sleep in that kind of thing but then they spend a whole weekend which i'm very impressed by they only spent a weekend on it to fix up her room and i don't think it looked that bad like i would have taken it in a heartbeat I mean, I would have taken it, but, like, that being said, I would spend the
1: rest of my days there making it look 100% better than what they did.
0: I don't get the cow print. Yes! The cow print just randomly there on the wall,
1: and then there's, like, the cushion.
0: I could have dealt with everything else, but the cow print has
1: to go. What I liked about that sequence, though, when they were making the room, was how... Edwin's like, "I don't want to do this," and Lizzie's like, "I'll do it." And then he's like, okay and he goes straight to sewing, and she's like, "I'll be the I'll be the handyman. I like that.
0: Life with Derek already with the gender roles.
1: I know, it is great. First episode,
0: first episode. Yeah, I love yeah, that this little thing's like that. It, sh- it definitely shows you how Lizzie is and how Edwin is as well. Like, you know, they're just completely opposite from their older siblings. And then, of course, make the room and everything. They show Derek and Casey. I can't tell if, like, Casey would have taken it or not. But I think she was just so focused on getting Derek's room. So I don't even think she really appreciated what they did for her down in the basement. No, she did not. Spoiled-ass
1: kids. That's true. Like... I want to say I want to take I would take the basement 100% like if you have a big room like that and it's all to yourself
0: right it's all to yourself she could do whatever she wants it was so big she could have danced in there and everything like yeah she I mean like just because it was in the basement like really like I guess she thought maybe Derek would be down there so it would be better too because then she wouldn't have to hear him and see him that much
1: but Well, the thing is, is that Derek talked about that. He's like, I play my music super loud. This is perfect for me, which is true.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And again, Casey ruined it because she didn't play along with what Derek wanted out of that whole exchange, which is a fight. He and he wanted to win. So... And so she ruined secret nightly rendezvous.
1: Rendezvous.
0: And uh, I love that line that Derek says, like, when did the Keener become a schemer? I don't know if, like, Casey was ever like this before she moved in. Probably not. But he completely has turned Casey into this like manipulative, like schemer. And it's it's been how long?
1: <laughs> well, she she does have those episodes later on where she's like in that prank war with him or whatever. Yeah. And like does like the office, the principals like office mm-hmm. shit get on the roof? Like that's a hundred percent more than Derek could do. So she's probably the mastermind. That's never like.
0: Oh, if Casey could do it, she probably would. I mean, like, I think a lot of times her conscience gets in the way of her doing stuff where Derek doesn't really have that. <laughs> but yeah. if she didn't have that little voice in her head telling her to do the right thing, I think she could be way worse than Derek because she just has the brain and the willpower to do it. Whereas Derek, I feel like he does things more for laugh, you know, to get people like, Oh, he's a cool guy. Like, he doesn't do it for any, like, reason particularly, except to be, like, cool. But, yeah, because, like, he definitely he definitely wants a fight out of Casey because, you know, when that part of the situation picks up, he, like, starts smirking. He starts smiling because like, he's, like, so enjoying this. And it's just so weird to say that someone enjoys, like, fighting. Yeah, so he starts smiling and then, like, you know, obviously they get found out what the other intention was, what the other's intentions was. Because Casey wanted Derek to take the room. But then Derek obviously found out what Casey was doing in the moment. And then blah, 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 blah. Just blah, blah, blah. And so blah, blah, blah. they lock them. They, they don't lock them. But they keep them down there by themselves. Exactly. And then they just circle. <laughs> to try to get this figured out. and
1: <laughs> They just circle like a bunch of vultures or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's that's not what people do when they're do it they're like in an argument they don't circle <clears throat> each other they
0: would. if this was my actual sibling we would be on opposite ends of the room Screaming. <laughs> we would you know and we'd just be like you know yelling at each other if, if saying anything but no they have to get closer to each other and get right into each other's faces it's like yes that's very normal
1: classic classic civil so yeah sibling behavior
0: and so, after they basically fight for who knows how long, they go upstairs, and Casey's like, "I'm going to take the room, okay? I'm going to take the room." And then out of nowhere, which Nora, Nora didn't even talk about this to George. She just made the decision. I mean, they talked off, <laughs> She's off camera. Saying, like, no, George, we're going to take the room, and he's like, "We are." <laughs> Oh well, wait, man, it's
1: pretty much the exact same thing he did though. Because when they were talking about, hey, let's give the room, Derek's room, to Casey, he was like, no, no, he he grew up there; it's it's his room. Now so she just pulled the exact exact same thing and said, "We'll be down there. No input from the other parent. We're doing this."
0: <laughs> Again, it's just like I understand the privacy issue because, especially because they're like a newly married couple and everything. But they're going to be two whole floors away from their kids. Yes. You have two kids who might murder each other. And <laughs> you wouldn't know until you woke up the next morning. Yeah,
1: wouldn't you rather have one of the problem kids like by themselves and the rest of the kids close to like parental supervision? <laughs>
0: it's, I feel like Casey would be the best to go down there because like she's one of the louder ones, but... I wouldn't have to worry about her sneaking out of the house or sneaking people into the house. <laughs> yeah, that too. Because that's one of the dangers of having Derek down there. Because the stairs to the basement are right near the back door.
1: Exactly. So in the
0: in the uh, laundry room, so you can you just know that Derek would be like sneaking out and sneaking people in, like. All the time. And unless, like, George and Nora were to stay downstairs much later during the weekends or so... Like, how are you going to stop him? Exactly. But... he I feel like that would have been so bad. Like, he would have been even
1: wilder as a child. I mean, probably. It's his, like, teenage rebellion years.
0: I mean, it's already kind of possible with them by themselves upstairs. But, like, I feel like Derek wouldn't do it as much or anything just because like his, like Marty can hear Lizzie can hear like Casey can hear. And of course she will probably like, she might say something. So he has that as like, you know, an obstacle. Whereas if he was all the way downstairs in the basement, that would not be anything. Like there is no obstacle really.
1: Yeah. And then instead of figuring it out, like a normal parent, they're like, Casey, hey, you should go to counseling. Because that's what people do when they have issues. Mm -hmm. You go to counseling.
0: So really, I think they did pick a better alternative. Um, It was either Casey down down there or the parents down there. And, you know, obviously the show needs drama, so having them right next to each other, (laughs) it creates that. Oh, and then I look at the end, you know, Derek's playing his music really loud, and You know, Casey just turns hers up too, so. like, Swan Lake music? She puts on her music? for Swan Lake
1: one, it's like, that's what I feel like it was, was Swan Lake.
0: Oh, I have no idea. Some weird ballet Swan Lake shit. Oh no, it was like some poppy thing, wasn't it? Oh, right, yeah,
1: never mind. I just feel like, for some reason, because she's that ballet type of person, that she was like, Swan Lake, let's go!
0: No, she put on something, like, really, like
1: poppy you know and
0: then they're like dancing and something in that blue screen thing yeah and then it goes and that's the end of the episode so pretty much (laughs) a good episode but uh i've watched that episode so many times already so i don't know I, i think it's a good first episode because i think it shows the dynamics like of how everyone is for the most part because obviously it shows Derek and casey they butt heads but they also are kind of on the same level shows you that Lizzie she goes with basically whatever not really goes with whatever Casey says but she obviously looks up to Casey and like she'll side with Casey same with Edwin where like you know he sides with Derek and he does what Derek really wants And but also he's completely different from Derek just as Lizzie is a lot different than you know Casey and then Marty she's just kind of like this random she's a cat <laughs> yeah and then you know it looks like george just kind of like goes with the flow and nora just tried to take charge so in the first episode you definitely get a feel for everyone and i think it's pretty consistent throughout the series so now that we're done reviewing the episode maybe we can you know just talk about something maybe in fan fiction or anything like that okay so
1: what i've noticed because the versatility of the family. Because you have one family that is Italian. Well, I'm pretty sure it is mentioned, isn't it? I think. I feel like it is. And nothing's mentioned for the McDonald family, but the name McDonald, I believe, is like Scottish. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I like to think that the possible like alternate universe stories for these guys is like the potential's ridiculous. Because if you go to the Italian side of it, you have you could go for whatever reason you could go to like some Starcross lovers thing that they could have because you could have the Venturis who were say, Hey, mob boss, mob family, because they're Italian, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the Starcross part being obviously Derek falls for the The girl, like, the normal girl, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is Casey. And that's, like... Then you have Casey's family who's, like, Whoa, well, that's a dangerous family. Stay away from it. Like, I like that versatility it brings.
0: I feel like there was only, like, really one... Which? I forget... What's her... I feel like there was only one story, or... I don't know if it was the same story. No, I think it's the same author... That uses his, like, last name as, you know, like, oh, they're in connection with the boss, so, like, or with the mob. So, like, you know, um, they have some type of immunity or, like, they're coming after them because, you know, he's with the mob or something like that. Like, I think the legacy touched on it. Kind of. Kind of. Which I love that series. I didn't read it for the longest time because it said that, like, Derek was dead. And I was like, why would I want to read a whole series where Derek is dead? (laughs) But then I got so, like, bored, and I'm like, well, I haven't read this one yet, so I read it. And it's, like, one of my favorites. I reread it, like, whenever I need a good Daisy, like, pick me up. But there's another one she wrote that I can't remember the name of right now, but basically... Casey's dad gets in trouble with one of his clients, and so there's a hit out on, like, Casey and her whole family, but Casey hasn't been targeted because they think she's with Derek, and because Derek has the Venturi name in connection to, like, mob bosses or whatever, she has somewhat of an immunity, so they fake marry them and put them in, like, New York, I I think? I never read this one,
1: but this is very intriguing to me. (laughs)
0: Oh my God, I love it because, like, obviously they're put in this, like, really small apartment and they have to, like, pretend they're married when they're on campus and stuff. And obviously, like, they start having feelings for each other and, you know, all that stuff. And so when the threat finally, like, you know, is fine. They have to be like, well, we don't want to not be married anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> because they actually get married to that Casey has that immunity no matter what happens to Derek. Okay, yeah. But they don't tell anyone at that first. I just, uh, just love about the
1: basically though, because you have that. You're like, Venturi, it's, I guess, Italian. I don't know. I'm not Italian. Uh, it's like, oh, that obviously connects you to the mob bosses. That obviously brings you the 1940s. And it makes me laugh just because of that
0: versatility, you know? <laughs> I have to see what that's called. Because that's just one of my favorites from her. Oh, what is it called? Do you remember? Oh, Matrimonial Blisters. Oh. I freaking love that oh. one. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite of hers. But basically... I don't know how to say her name. It's like Sessiple. <clears throat> <Some> <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's S E Z C P L. May she rest in she peace. She has a lot of uh, really long, good stories. May she rest
1: in peace because she doesn't write anymore.
0: I know. Um,
1: but remember the when? Because we're t- then again, I don't either. Yeah, so. yeah. Never did. <laughs> um, do you remember how we were talking about? Because the Venture is like Italian, we had, like, obviously Casey's Scottish, and we were, like, talking about how, what if she was from a royal family, (laughs) like, a Scottish family that was actually rich? (laughs) Do you remember that? Wait, what? What was it? Oh my god, it was, like, if the, the McDonald's were actually from Scotland, and they were, like, a royal Scottish family, like a Duke's or something yeah that fact from like the ventures so they're just living a
0: normal life in like, canada
1: <laughs> Do you remember that
0: i i remember something about her being like a royal like family in like scotland that's all i really remember this was probably like five years
1: ago when we talked about yeah this. it 100 was and i still remember it because i'm amazing
0: we, we talk about a lot of Daisy stories that just nothing ever happens. I have about it right <laughs> here. I have the fucking thing right here. It was, it was <laughs> Vanessa's... I was talking to Vanessa about... Gosh, don't, um, don't, don't drag me. Forget what, about Derek being able to speak Italian and that's where my Italian uh, fic came out of, the one shot that I made. Yeah. Speak Italian to me, that's what it's called. Yes. So we just thought it would be like interesting if Derek was able to speak Italian. And it would drive Casey nuts, because she doesn't know it, but obviously he's saying stuff, and it's probably insulting things, but, you know. And it's
1: true. I just thought it was so funny, because I actually found the ideas we had for it, <laughs> I brought them up. Oh, really? Yeah. I brought it up, <laughs> and it was just like, McDonald's or Scottish royalty. McDonald's are a hella golf enthusiast aka Casey because the Scottish invented golf so therefore obviously the McDonald's are (laughs) obsessed with golf Uh, and that's like how they're in the dark about the McDonald ancestry but I guess Derek and Casey were getting married at this point and that's why it has to come too so Derek makes a joke about marrying the rich like marrying rich (laughs) what have of course
0: but you know i never will write a fix there's so many ideas for stories just not enough motivation to write them or complete i mean them. we
1: do have the story that we like we put a one shot out and apparently a lot of people did like it oh the hockey, the hockey one. one yeah a lot of people have been asking us to write the second chapter for it.
0: That's when we co-wrote together. Yeah, that's the only way I'm going to get a story out. On the defense, yeah, on right? The defense. And it's
1: the only way so... that you'll see a story from me no matter what.
0: <laughs> um, it's actually really fun cuz what did you say actually um she can't play hockey? Yeah, she did. I guess she
1: just she can skate
0: or something. I don't know, but because I don't think, I don't think um, Derek knows... Derek, Michael, knows anything about no, hockey. No,
1: because he, he said in an interview that he did play hockey. And he liked skating really, really fast, but he couldn't stop.
0: Well, because... Um, I think it was in a behind-the-scenes video from, like, season two. Because you know that one episode he shoots, she scores, where he's teaching Lizzie how to play? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Ashley had to teach him how to hold the stick because it, it was a like a goalie stick. Yeah, and her brothers are goalies, so... Yeah, and he didn't know how to do it. Jesus. <laughs> so she had to teach him that. And then he's just not a really big sports person in general. Like, so I don't, like... As much as I, I. I always wanted to see Derek actually, like, playing hockey or, like, in uniform or anything, like... We would have never probably seen it anyway, just because Mike's terrible at it. at <laughs> all that's why there's fanfics. Yeah,
1: so which is why we'll always see him playing hockey no matter what. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my thing. I like I like the versatility of the fandom and how they decided to put shit together like that.
0: I have so many like I'm I I write down so many like things because. I used to do 12 Days of Daisy. Yeah, and you always left it to last minute. Then you are like, what do I write? And I'm like, well, it's tomorrow. It has to be posted.
1: But what do I write? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't very really good at writing them ahead of time. If anything, I think I'd write, like, three. And then I end up writing them the day of. Or, like, the day right b- before. But I still have a bunch of... Because I stockpiled a lot of them after you know a while but i just i can never figure out what to write for those ideas i see because i would do it for another like i would be looking for another couple but then i see one and i'd be like oh this really looks this would be good for daisy but i just i never write it <laughs> okay i write stuff
1: and never post it so who's who's better
0: yeah vanessa is hiding a great daisy oh no! mm-hmm uh-huh. it's a world war ii daisy fic and you might be like well i don't really care for world war ii it doesn't really touch on world war ii it just takes place in that time and i just think it's awesome it's great and she is never going to post it because it's great i have like i think two chapters written up yeah i think two chapters but
1: like i'm already i haven't posted any of it but i'm so like writer's block on it yeah, I have two, I have two chapters fully edited from you, so two are ready to go out, but the third
0: chapter, I'm like, Ugh. but then they would probably stay that way forever. Exactly. So <laughs> what's the point? Who cares? That's that's kind of what happened with me with a one daisy thick I was writing. It was the one where Casey's been away. Like she actually went to dance after a uh, vacation with there In New York. And then she comes back. I forget what I called it. It's been so long. But hard. I know this is the title of my story,
1: guys. And it's called <laughs> "Laura on Love and Hockey. That's what it was called. And it's a title that is horrible and I think it would change if I would post it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I- yeah. I'll give you a synopsis because it'll never be posted anyway.
0: Fireproof. That's what I ended up calling it. I don't know why it was called fireproof, (laughs) (laughs) but um, it's pretty
1: much because if you've ever seen Bomb Girls, it was a a series that Mike was on. He showed up in the second season, Um, and it's about like women working in the munition factories. Well, I have Casey in that pretty much, and Derek, being Derek, I have him playing hockey. And that being said, I obviously have him on toronto because there's only six teams back then so if it's taking place in ontario then obviously he has to be on toronto um and then because he's italian he is like suspended from the league because of his heritage and then yeah
0: and it goes on from there and how they meet and yeah you're in love with my story I want to see the I, I want to see like an actual story story not just a couple chapters. I'm just saying cuz I just think it would be just amazing to like I don't even know where I left. So much off. potential, so much potential. Where did I leave off with it though? Let's see. I feel like cuz she forgot her bank or her, her yeah, check that, that, or something. That,
1: the, the, the first thing was the trip to the bank was a successful affair. <laughs>
0: the first sentence. <laughs> for the third chapter. But for my fix um for fireproof (laughs) for fireproof (laughs) i think i ended up changing the fourth chapter the like the last one i posted more than i originally wanted and then it ended up changing how the rest of the story would have gone and so then i got into a writer's block because i was like i don't know how to change it from this point and (laughs) i feel you and now I don't remember anymore what I was going to do, so it probably won't ever get updated. I'm sorry if anyone's actually waiting on it. <laughs> right? It's so much. It's so much easier to just write one shots if
1: I'm going to write anything. I can't even do that because I can't summarize anything in one chapter, so it ends up being like a twenty thousand <laughs> word count. I can't do it.
0: Well, That's why yeah. I don't
1: write moral of the story. <laughs> But I'm gonna reread this. I'm gonna reread this story and then watch me get all the ideas and start writing it again.
0: You need to everyone should just like bombard Vanessa and tell her to write this story. Except no one's gonna know who I am, so I'm anonymous. On on um you want me to give your (laughs) No Her Twiddle handle is (laughs) Her her Tumblr handle is No, just (laughs) <laughs> I don't care if they go to my Twitter
1: one for my writing. I don't actually care. I can't even like pronounce exactly. that. So get fucked.
0: Um, you have
1: you have like three or four like Twitter. But yeah, but they're for different things. One's for video games, one's personal, and then one's writing. <laughs> and
0: I follow all of
1: them. I know you do. So you're like, who am I? Watch her like go, and when she posts this. Should be like FYI in the post itself, like written there is going to be like this is what it is, and I'll be like fuck you. (laughs) Just
0: gonna like link. This is where you can find us, and then boom, boom. gonna like link
1: my uh, writing blog and writing Twitter. I just know it, and I hate it. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I I just saw an Instagram story from Ashley, by the way. From what Ashley's uh, Instagram story she just put up oh apparently she's dying in germany because it's like 38 degrees celsius
0: that sounds so weird just saying like oh it's 38 degrees because that's close to like no we're talking real freezing we're talking
1: real temperatures like the rest of the c- world use not just your country uses just saying fahrenheit is a stupid temperature <laughs> that's that's what i have to you know say what? about
0: what i don't I don't agree. I, I don't sure agree. Do because the rest of the world uses Celsius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so it's thirty eight degrees and it's The rest of the world is wrong. <laughs> Thirty-eight degrees Celsius at six fifty five and it's a picture of a video of her and her husband in the car making death dead faces and then case
0: oh, Ashley fails. She a hundred percent fails. I'm sorry that they're too warm. Too warm, yeah, in the car. I
1: think there's like the baby in the back, too. I don't know. You can see the car seat. But yeah, I guess that's it.
0: Alright. Well, next time, whenever that is, we are going to be reviewing... Again, we're doing it out of uh, production order, so it's actually going to be House of Games. So, um, that's actually the eighth one in the broadcast order so we're gonna be jumping down a lot but hopefully it makes sense when we're talking about it like when we're going through everything but anyway so we're gonna be watching house of games which is it's episode eight in broadcast order but it's the second in the production order so we're gonna be doing that
1: okay and just a reminder sign up for anchor leave us voice messages and this is not a promotion. I just want you guys to talk to us. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just Non-spons. talk to us. Just talk to us. That's all we want. We just want your love. And send us questions. Like, I know you, you're sending questions to the Daisy page.
0: Not really for this, though. But I want to answer them. I want them to the answer on here. Like, I want to answer yeah, some shit. So we can discuss more stuff. Yes, you know. Please. We can only say so much about each episode. So, Exactly. Especially if we can like, you know, obviously we're doing the House of Games next episode. So if you have any questions pertaining to that episode and whole, you can ask us those or just anything in general too. So,
1: also, I think we should 100% uh, start a Twitter for this and then reach out to the actors <laughs> to be on.
0: <laughs> Let us know if that's, if we should do that. If we should make a Twitter for this and try to get Mike and Ashley's attention. <laughs> Any
1: actors from the show's attention. Yeah, Mike's not on it enough, them,
0: but Ashley seems to be on it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then just like and retweet those tweets. <laughs> so, so, it gain some gain some fire
0: and they'll be like yeah people want me to be there kind of mm-hmm. thing you know let us know if that's something you want to see alright this is the end of this podcast we'll see you next time Well will not bye-bye. see bye-bye. <laughs> we'll hear you
1: next time <laughs> <laughs> well you'll hear us next time <laughs> okay bye 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 bye